Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Winners and losers from Fantasy Week 18 as we spin it ahead to 2022 right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Chris Towers, it is Sunday night, Week 18, and the regular season in the books. All right, we're going to go back and forth. Chris, you can start. Give me a Week 18 winner. I mean, it's got to be arguably the winner of the last seven or so weeks of the regular season. Amon Ross St. Brown had eight catches for 109 yards. And a touchdown in one in this one. He got another carry for 12 yards. They have been using him all over the field. They have made him a very important part of their offense over the last month plus. Um, that is six straight games to close out the season with at least eight catches for Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, six, uh, sorry, five touchdowns. No, six touchdowns there you go. in that span as well. He's going to be a really, really interesting player to evaluate moving forward because I don't necessarily think the talent level is super high with Amon Ross St. Brown. I think he's kind of just a guy. But he's been incredibly efficient over the last couple of months to close out this season. And he might end up being a buy for me in Dynasty if the the Lions bring in another big-name wide receiver because I think the there's going to be an overreaction to pushing him down. And I think oh. it could be an opportunity to buy. Chris, my friend, you are gonna have to do. You're gonna have to go faster than that. This is FFT and five. All right, here we go. Watch and learn. I'm gonna take Rashad Penny. He had at least two carries of 20 or more yards today. I have to see the final box score, including a 62-yard breakaway one run. That gives him. 10 carries of 20 or more yards on about 120 carries for the season. He's about one per 12 carries. He's making a huge statement to be considered as maybe a third-round pick, depending on where he ends up, what kind of committee he's in. You're up. Go. Winner. Russell Wilson. He closed out the season with three touchdowns, two to Tyler Lockett, which was nice to see on Sunday. And that gives him 15 touchdowns over his final seven games. I know the level of play hasn't been quite what we've hoped for, uh, especially in the second half of the season after that finger injury, but headed heads into the 2020 off, 2021 off 2022 off season uh, with nine touchdowns in his final three games. There are reasons to be hopeful for Russell Wilson, and he's a top 12 quarterback for me in 2022. Winner number two for me is Debo Samuel. I made my top 12 wide receiver PPR list. First, I made my top 10. I left him off. Then I said, all right, fine. I'll get in the top 12. Nope, I left him off. What is wrong with me? This guy is just too good. I still think I have to leave him off. I think at the end of the year, we're going to see that Debo probably had one of the most improbable, incredibly efficient seasons ever, and he just doesn't quite get enough targets or catches. Uh, But that's a topic for another year. He's obviously a superstar, and if I don't take him as a top 12 wide receiver, I could really regret it. Let's get a loser. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Kyler Murray. He just wasn't very good once DeAndre Hopkins got hurt. He wasn't very good on Sunday. Um, Let's see. Multiple touchdowns in one of his final five games throwing the ball, had uh, five touchdowns to four interceptions in that span, just has not closed out the season well without DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins hopefully can stay healthy next season, but you're talking about a 30-year-old with uh, some pretty bad injury problems in this season, so not going to be super optimistic about that. 
I'm going to go with Tua Tungavailoa as a loser. He's just given me no reason to believe that he can be a great quarterback. And I think he's, right now, if I'm looking at a one-quarterback draft for 2023, Tua just seems pretty irrelevant. He seems like a 2QB league-only kind of guy. Things could get better. They could add another weapon around him. Parker can't stay healthy. Fuller can't stay healthy. All that. The offensive line is dreadful. But he just isn't really showing that he's got that, that it factor that can make him a fantasy star. One more loser, Chris. Jerry Judy. We are two seasons into his career, and we have seen maybe three games where he's looked like a potential superstar. You can point at bad quarterback play. You can point at bad offensive situation. But you know what? You look at someone like DeAndre Hopkins early in his career, he had bad offensive situations as well, bad quarterbacks. And he was able to be an elite fantasy wide receiver early in his career. We haven't seen that from Jerry Judy. I'm not giving up on him. If the price gets low enough, I will buy next year. But... I'm going to guess he's still going to be drafted as a top 24 wide receiver for 2022, and that might be too rich unless they get just a massive upgrade at quarterback. My second loser is Debo Samuel. Debo, nope. Sorry, C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, two catches, 45 yards on two targets in a game in which Dak Prescott threw for 295 yards and five touchdowns and only two targets to C.D. Lamb, and he is really slumping. This is all after he came back from an injury, so I do wonder if he's playing hurt or something like that, but um, I I had a lot of optimism this week as he was going to play more on the outside with Gallup out. He's really struggling at the end of the year. We'll see what he does in the playoffs. I have him as wide receiver 10 right now in my PPR rankings for 2023. It's more of just believing in the talent and the offense. Right now, the production is not there. It's going to give us a lot to discuss during the offseason. Great stuff, Chris Towers. Thanks to everybody who's been listening to FFT in 5. Don't worry, we have offseason content. We have three shows for you at least, three shows every single week, um, plus some DFS talk on here as well. So stick around to FFT in 5 throughout the offseason. For Chris, I'm Adam. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow on FFT in 5. Bye.